0: Welcome back. BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Joe Ostrowski, Eddie Gross, and Aaron Hawksworth with you. We are now joined by Maddie Simo, our buddy out in Las Vegas. He runs footballcontests.com, the best proxy in the business. He's going to get us all hooked up for Circus Survivor and some of the other stuff that you want to take a look at. Again, uh, you can reach out to Maddie on Twitter at Vegas underscore Maddie and Matt uh, we've got uh, the hall of fame game tomorrow. I don't know that that's going to take a ton of action, but it really signifies that the football season is almost here. So I'd imagine uh, that business is picking up. Can you explain for the audience where you are all day, uh, which sports book and which contests that you are signing people up for?
1: Sure thing. It's good to be a part of the show today. And um, yeah, we're pretty much bounced around all over Las Vegas between the Circa uh, Resort downtown uh, for Circa Million and Survivor signups. Then we normally go to the Westgate after that for super contest signups. And then uh, there's some people who might not get to, get down to Circa early, so we will uh, circle back and hit the Tuscany, which a lot of people don't realize they can sign up for the Circa contest there. It's just off the uh, Las Vegas Strip, um, kind of near the where the Horseshoe valleys used to be, um, which is kind of off Flamingo Road. So if you are like staying on the strip and you don't want to go downtown, Tuscany is an option. We normally wrap things up down there doing the circus signups. And my partner Tony, she's actually going to be up in the Reno area this weekend. They're having a sign up event in Sparks at Legends Bay Casino. She's doing signups there Friday and Saturday between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. So if you're in Northern California, I don't know if you have any listeners from there or Northern Nevada. We'll be set up there. We're we're trying to hit as many spots as we can here down the stretch.
2: Matty, uh, Eddie Gross here. Great to talk to you finally. And I'm based in the Los Angeles area, which means uh, I'm going to be the one going out to Vegas uh, in a couple of weeks, uh, getting all the football contests set up for uh, for everybody, I guess. Uh, what do I need to know as uh, I get that going?
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll just set up a time to meet. I mean, like I said, we're there daily at this point. And um, we'll set up a time to meet. And any of your listeners who want to get out to Vegas before – I believe it's, what, September 9th is the the day before the football season starts, so that is your, your deadline to get signed up for these contests here in Las Vegas. We'll set up a time to meet, um, go over some paperwork, get you set up, and um, we uh, basically set up a login for you on our website where you'll make your picks throughout the season. It's kind of like just handing the baton to us. We're the middleman between you and getting your picks in all season, and we just have to make sure that we meet with you in person uh, before the season starts to get you signed up.
0: Matt, thank you so much for joining us. You can follow him on Twitter at Vegas underscore Matty. I'm curious of the strategy on multiple entries in these contests. Typically, does the winner have multiple entries? How many? Or is it like they just had one and they got lucky? Can you tell me a little bit about the winners and how that works?
1: Yeah, Aaron, it's pretty much all over the board, to be honest with you. We had one guy, our top guy in the Circa Million last year. He's actually from Illinois, from, like, Central Illinois. And, unfortunately, he had the Packers in that Sunday night game, that last game of the season. He was in first place going into that last game and ended up dropping to third when the Lions covered the spread. But he only had one entry. So, he went from winning a million dollars down to 400000 which is, you know, it's still not a bad haul, but, um, yeah, I mean, he just put one entry in and went in, all in on that. We'll see if he does some more this year. But typically there's people who buy in with the with the max. You'll see guys like, especially with Circa, they um, will number the alias or the team names, um, so you'll see like one, two, three, four, five, like up to five entries in the Circa Million this year. And uh, you're going to love this, Joe. I'm sure you heard, but ten survivor entries is the max for, per person this year. Ooh. So, there's going to be a, we've signed a bunch of people up that have maxed out. I have one guy coming in uh, this weekend and he's got a couple of buddies. So they're going all in on 30 survival answers.
0: Wow. Yeah. I, I find that to be really interesting. What's happened uh, with, with the circuit contest is, as they've come in and, and they really started with the, the massive survivor contest. And it's kind of what they envisioned. There was a while there early on where it was kind of close, but now I'm looking at the signups that they have posted and it's not even close. Survivor has lapped the, the ATS contest. I mean, you know, years ago, you know more than anyone how it used to be about the super contests and about against the spread. And there are other places, other sports books that run college football picks, which are also against the spread. But the survivor one and everything they've invested with the guarantees, it's completely taken over. I I think it's great. And there's so much more strategy involved. And it's not like ATS where, okay, if you want to cash, you're going to have to hit at a clip of 70% in the toughest market in sports betting.
1: Right. I mean, I kind of equate it to uh, buying some lottery tickets, if you think about it that way. I mean, last year, last few years, the, the max has been six survivor entries. And they've had to try to hit that um, $6 million to break even on it. And, um, you yeah, know, they wanted to be able to up the ante this year with the Circus Survivor. And now the guaranteed pot is $8 million. So to do that, they they upped the, the maximum entries to 10. And we had told them, hey, you, you bump it to 10, there's going to be a lot of people who buy 10. Because typically what happens mm-hmm. and what's happened in the, the last few years is that, guys will bring out their friends and all max them out and, and go in together. So just allowing them to, to max those out, getting going from 6 to 10 is not a big deal, and they'll still find a way to get 20, 30 entries, maybe even more. So it's pretty crazy. Um, I talked to Jeff Benson this morning over at Circa, and there's currently a little over a 1,000 entries in the million, and there's almost 2,000 in the Survivor. And he thinks that Survivor will have no problem hitting that 8,000 mark. But with the million, they still have to get over 5,000 entries to to break even. And he thinks even though it's on pace currently, he doesn't think that that's going to happen. And all we can do as a proxy service is try to get as many people in there as possible and kind of get the word out, which is why I appreciate being able to come on today with you guys.
0: Yeah, no, we appreciate your time. Well, how do people handle that? Because I'll be honest, I do a ton of different survivor pools, and I get multiple entries. Sometimes I max it out depending on the contest. And I get confused about how to handle it. Like there are pools where I'll get five or a cheaper one where I'll get 10 and I don't know how to divvy it up. I'll, I'll love a couple of teams, but what do I do? If I have 10 spots, do I put four on one, four on another, mix it up with the last couple? How, how, some of the people that you've seen be successful, how do they handle multiple entries? Do they go all in? Do they split it up, knowing that the, there's a decent chance that they're going to lose one? How do how do a lot of the the ones that are good at this handle it?
1: Survivor or or the ATS contest too? I mean, for Survivor, the for Survivor, yeah, for Survivor, yeah. first for Survivor, I mean, I think early on, uh, they'll, they'll put all their eggs in one basket to try to get through. But I mean, we've had guys who just got um at certain points of the season we had we had um, last year I think about it was about halfway through the season um, we had a guy crush him sports I don't know if you followed him, but he had six entries <clears throat> he was the only uh, lone guy in the contest with all of his, his entries left and he went in all in on the bills against the Jets and ended up losing them all um, but he had his strategy was he was going all in every week. For the most part and then he got to a point where then he was mixing him up maybe going three on one team three on another but he was just so confident in the bills that week that uh you know he went all in again and it's it's, it's a shame because i think he had the opportunity to take the chiefs when they were playing the titans i mean i had to look at all this stuff and keep track of it and my memory is pretty good but um yeah it's uh it, it was it was a bummer to see him go up in flames on that one because um yeah it, it's just tough to to go all in i think they try to spread him out a little bit but early on, uh, if you can get through the first few weeks without, um, you know, hitting any real roadblocks. I mean, the the beginning of the season is just so difficult. I mean, I think we lost, like, what, a third of the field the first couple weeks last year, and I I wouldn't anticipate that happening again, but you just never know the way the games play out.
2: Uh, You aren't kidding as far as that's concerned. Uh, In terms of strategy, both for Survivor and I suppose for ATS as well, I'm always apprehensive when it comes to division games. Now, there are going to be some weeks where you just can't avoid that, but division games seem to have a good bit more variance because of familiarity, things like that. Is that perhaps a strategy that you would endorse, or are there other strategies that you've heard of uh, that perhaps make sense and also bridge both contests?
1: Well, I think, yeah, just looking uh, at past history of guys who've done well in the contest, I mean, with us particularly, is that – if you can focus on a division or, like, say, you know, the NFC North and you know the teams really well, I mean, w- w- just specialize in that division and, and pick um, on those teams or against teams, depending on what you think they're going to do. Um, when we had our first Super Contest, winner, this is going back 10 years ago, what he had done, I think the Ravens had won the Super Bowl that year, and the last, like, six to eight weeks of the season, he just pretty much rode them every every week as one of his picks. And it was, like, at the end of the season, like, I want to say like going like six and zero against the spread or something like that um, before they ended up winning the Super Bowl, <clears throat> and that's kind of just a strategy to take if you if you can get on a team that that is going to go on a hot streak or fade a team that's going to go cold, and you can kind of uh, put those things together. It's uh, it's a really good strategy to use, and like I said, if you if you know a division really well, just go for and against the teams in the division that you think you know the best, and that way you don't have to worry, spend all your time handicapping 32 teams.
0: Hmm. I like that strategy. Simplify it a bit. What are you hearing buzz-wise? What, which teams are popular so far that people plan to use in Survivor for week one?
1: Oh, man. I, I haven't heard anything yet, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> I, I think uh, that first game is one that you you try to avoid um, Circuit Hat does have an interesting proposal for people who want to take the first game, say, if you had bought into with 10 entries into the survivor contest and you want to put them all on the Chiefs uh, or, or, or for the Lions, <laughs> for, for those people who, who are a little bit uh, more risky. If you want to yeah. do that and you end up losing those entries, you can then go ahead and buy up to the max um, as long as you're, you're in town and you can do that by Saturday by the deadline. So you can almost guarantee mm. yourself. Say you could put five on each team. Um, if you cool. have ten entries, get five through to the next round, and then buy in another five. That way you get you're pretty much guaranteed to get five in, into the the next round, uh, which, which is week two. So I mean that's something that's interesting. They've done that the last couple years, I think. Uh, just just trying to get people trying to hit their number too, so that if people get knocked out and they're in town, they can they can still have a chance to to max out. But a lot of all the entries that we had last year, and it was a lot. We didn't have anybody that that that, that did that and bought back in. So it's a, it is an interesting thing that they offer to to their clients or or to the contestants. But I mean, it's just something like I I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if they if it's any different this year.
0: Maddie, uh, last thing for you: Are people out there going to be surprised when the Raiders finish with the NFL's worst record? <laughs> no, <laughs>
1: probably no? not. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I, I was uh, more uh, high on them. I was a Derek Carr apologist last year, and uh, now I can't stand the guy. So I, everything I, I told people he was going to be good with Devontae Adams, and that all kind of blew up in my face. So you know, I sold most of my Raiders tickets for the season because uh, I am a PSL owner. And you know, do I hope they do well? Sure, but uh, yeah, my expectations are pretty low, especially since that division's pretty loaded. I just hope the Broncos end up uh, being worse somehow. I can't stand. Uh, Sean Payton's arrogance and uh, just, just the way hes, he's kind of gone in there thinking he's—he's—he's uh, he's, he's the man. I mean, the guy won one Super mm-hmm. Bowl and he thinks he can—he—he's going to rule the division now. So, um, but we'll see what happens. I'm—I'm I'm just going to uh, see what uh, see what happens and you know maybe go to a couple games. But uh, yeah, I'd be fine with the number one pick in the draft and uh, getting Caleb Williams Ooh. next year. That'd be fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, that'd be. That'd be awesome. Footballcontest.com. Check it out. Best proxy in the business, Maddie Simo. Uh, You can also contact him on Twitter at Vegas underscore Maddie. Thank you for your time, Maddie. Enjoy uh, getting everybody all signed up for the next month, all right?
1: Thing out for our Chicago people out there. I am covering the Bears uh, for gambling.com this year. So you can find um, I'm going to be writing weekly updates for the Bears' playoff chances, which may be slim at the start, but we'll see what happens. And their updated Super Bowl odds at IllinoisBet.com. So, so okay, you can very cool that stuff for me as well.
0: Yep. Very cool, Maddie. Thank you. Uh we'll be we'll be checking on that and uh yeah, we were talking earlier how it seems like a lot of people outside of Chicago are higher on the bears than people actually inside of Chicago. All right, what are we doing? Are are we doing a show entry? I don't have we discussed this yet how are we going to handle this? Why would we start now, right? I'm to Vegas. Right? I assume I was. No, but yeah. I'm saying are we doing Survivor are we doing ATS? What do we what are we oh. do we want to do? Um, survivor? survivor 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 yeah okay you said i can plan. get 10 10 entries <laughs> 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 10k you could have 10 one, entries right? yeah no i i do prefer the uh survivor to these against the spread. like the rate at which you need yeah. to hit and these NFL numbers, it's just so ridiculous. Like, there's nothing more infuriating than going 65% and be like, yeah, thank you for your, your 1K. Um, not good enough to cash. You didn't finish in the top 100, even though you hit 65% on the NFL sides. You know, it's just crazy.
2: There are people, this is all they do is break these things down. This is it.
0: I know. Mm-hmm.
2: And, and that's the scary part. Like we have a show to do, we have other commitments. That's the part that that I find frightening. Is like I already feel at a disadvantage, like in those ATS contests. Yeah, hundred percent. So, yeah. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Sean Zorillo joins us next with all of his post-trade deadline insights, right here on the BetQL Network.